The emotions in writing this book were very different from the emotions in reading it. The book is done now, and my feelings about it have changed. I was inspired by leaving something behind for my children that they would always be able to pick up and read. My favorite place in my home is my chair. And I say my chair because God help anyone in my family who sits in my chair. Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet novelist Donald Antrim, actor, producer, and activist Alyssa Milano, and Rock and Roll Hall of Famer and co-founder of The Birds, Chris Hillman. In these behind-the-mic interviews, hear Donald Antrim talk candidly about his deeply personal memoir. Alyssa Milano share how activism has impacted her life and career, and Chris Hillman on the story behind the music, not only his insights into his time with the seminal band The Birds, but beyond. Plus, hear what it was like for each of these authors to record their audiobooks. Enjoy. Hi, this is Donald Antrim, author of One Friday in April, a story of suicide and survival. I wrote this book because I felt an obligation and a sense of privilege in doing it. I had been sick for so long, and to finally be well was an exhilaration. When I began writing, I felt scared, but as I proceeded, I felt more and more clarity. It seemed that the book could help people, and that helped get me through. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be exciting. It's a pleasure to read this out loud and to have this version available for listeners. The emotions in writing this book were very different from the emotions in reading it. The book is done now, and my feelings about it have changed. For a long time, I was engaged with it at a very deep level, and now I'm not so much. So reading it, well, the book seemed almost as if I'd written it a long time ago. I realized I had trouble pronouncing neuronal instead of neuronal, which appears twice in this book. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. One Friday in April 2006, I spent the afternoon and evening pacing the roof of my apartment building in Brooklyn, climbing down the fire escape ladder and hanging by my hands from the railing, then climbing back up with sore palms and lying on the roof in a ball or stretched out on my back or on my stomach, maybe peering surreptitiously over the roof ledge. The roof is painted silver. The building is four stories tall. A group of my friends, each of whom had been on the phone with me one after the other all through the morning when I'd been alone and dialing wildly, and got busy calling each other. Janice owned a car, and she and Nikki were coming across the bridge from Manhattan. But there was traffic and no one knew where I was. Hi, this is Alyssa Milano, author of Sorry Not Sorry. I wrote my book because it felt like it was the right time. I had experienced so much in my life, and so much of that had revolved around my activism and I felt like once Biden was elected, it was going to be a rebirth. 
And so it was an opportunity to look back and reflect on the last five years and all the work that I was able to accomplish in the last five years, but also then to do a deeper dive into the last 30 years and how activism has really shaped my life. And I was inspired by leaving something behind for my children that they would always be able to pick up and read and know exactly who their mommy was. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be tedious. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, very rare that you sit and read aloud, you know, 38 pages at a sitting. And so for me, being dyslexic, reading aloud is kind of hard for me. So it was very, very tedious. I realized I had trouble pronouncing the word irreparable. I kept saying irreparable, which, I mean, kind of makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, irreparable. And I will continue to work on that and be haunted by that word forever. I'm just proud that I was able to narrate my book myself and to, you know, be able to emote and put passion and emotion behind the words, I think is really special for me being an actor. And I'm really excited that listeners get to hear my words in my own voice. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Kevin Hart, because that would just make me happy. And he'd get the humor. And everything would just sound impassioned, because it always sounds like he's yelling. I really enjoy reading, even though I'm dyslexic, to be able to have that moment and hold a book in my hand and be able to smell the paper and see how far I've come by dog-earing the page that you ended up on. So I'm much more of a hands-on or hands-in reader. And now listen to a clip from my audiobook. There is an inescapable truth to being an ally. You do not truly understand the experiences of the group you are standing in support of, and you never will. You can't. That's the definition of being an ally. You're outside that group, having different lived experiences, never having to worry about the things the people you are supporting worry about. If you did, you wouldn't be an ally. You'd be living it. And because you can't understand, and you never will understand, you're going to get it wrong sometimes, if not often. Hi, everybody. This is Chris Hillman, author of Time Between, My Life as a Bird, Burrito Brother, and Beyond. I wrote my book mostly because of such inaccuracies about the birds and the Flying Breeder Brothers, and the other part of the equation was that I wanted to leave something for my children and grandchildren. What did Dad do, and when did he do it? And it is in detail in this book, Time Between, covering 1963 until the present. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be challenging. I guess challenging because it was 
remembering things and then sometimes forgetting to include them after you did remember them and then going back and inserting them in the certain area that it fit. Challenging is that word. I realized I had trouble pronouncing a lot of things. I couldn't give you an example. Anything beyond three syllables is a tough one for me. I'm proud that I was able to put what I had written down into my own voice because when I wrote this book, I was writing it as I would speak. So doing the audiobook, which I just love doing, the listener hears me talking in my voice the way I wrote this book, and it enhances it into more of a multidimensional experience. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Ronald Coleman. Wonderful voice, wonderful actor from the 20s up until the 50s. That beautiful English upper-class voice. He would be a great narrator. Of course, Robert Mitchum would be great, too. Well, my favorite place in my home is my chair. And I say my chair because God help anyone in my family who sits in my chair or moves it. I would come home from a tour, and I'd see that my chair wasn't right, and my wife Connie had moved it two inches. That was not good for me, but I would listen to an audiobook in my chair. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. Having grown up in California, I was used to brush fires and their destructive potential when combined with powerful Santa Ana winds. I could tell that what we were seeing around us as we descended from the neighborhood was serious. This was a firestorm, and it was moving quickly, destroying everything in its path. Our son, who is also named Nick, phoned from Napa County. He had seen the news and was calling to tell us that we needed to evacuate immediately. We assured him we were already headed for safety. My phone rang again. It was John Jorgensen one of my longtime friends and musical collaborators who happened to live with his wife, Dixie, on one of the city streets down the hill from the fire. He urged us to come to their house. When we arrived, we stood outside their door and where we could see the fire roaring across the hillside. Houses were literally exploding. We decided to evacuate to a hotel near the beach to avoid the danger zone. As we left, however, we hit complete gridlock. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.